This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Feliz Cinco de Mayo. The holiday is widely recognized across the U.S. and you are bound to run across a bar or a restaurant today with margarita specials. But the day isn't celebrated the same way in Mexico like it is here. Joining us now to talk through the importance of Cinco de Mayo and tequila in Mexican culture is Enrique Cobos, mezcal aficionado and beverage director at Encanto Chicago and Moe's Cantina. Hey, Enrique. Welcome. Hey, hi. Thanks for having me. Yes, welcome to the program. You know, some folks, I want you to help clear this up. Some folks may think today is actually Mexican Independence Day, but it's not, right? This does not happen until September, September 16th, Mm -hmm. to be exact. So what is the significance then of May 5th in Mexico? So today uh, is the Battle of Puebla, and it was uh, against the French. Okay. And Mexico won. So, but uh, in Mexico, people celebrated differently. They do parades, mostly at schools, you know, they play homage to the date, but it's not like here. They don't go out party. Yes. I, more <laughs> I, I wonder how we got here. <laughs> Why is it so drastically it's, different? It's more fun here. I mean, you're you're marking a battle, right? It was mm-hmm. a, a tough time. Um, but here it just became party, party, party all the party. time. How do you feel about that? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you've embraced it fully. Exactly. Yeah, it's, so it's especially good for the business. I you think know? you've gotten the best of both worlds, right? Where you've gotten to celebrate it the traditional way mm-hmm. in Mexico. And, and then. Yeah, I feel some kind of pride because we won. <laughs> because you, you won that, that battle for but sure. But I feel like people shouldn't know more about it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about the party. Okay. <laughs> Since we went there, you know, margaritas and other tequila-based drinks, um, they're a, a big way that Americans celebrate this day. Uh, I've heard people counting down all week <laughs> to Friday, uh, Enrique. So uh, tequila, we know, is very important to Mexican culture and history. Talk to us about that history. Where in Mexico was tequila first created? So uh, mezcal was created before tequila. Oh. Right? So tequila is a mezcal. But Explain the difference. So uh, so tequila is a mezcal, but it's just for a certain area. But mezcal is made in different regions. Okay. Uh, 18 regions of Mexico. So tequila region is so big that they got their independence to protect the quality of it. But basically, it's the same thing. Okay. The same process. The process is about the same. But it's only called tequila in certain if it's, parts of the country. It's, uh, made, it has to be made in tequila. That's the name of the region in Jalisco. While mezcal could be making Oaxaca, Puebla, and other different states. I see. Okay. Is tequila only made in Mexico? Yes. So okay. there is agaves in other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. But tequila is only made in Mexico, as well as mezcal. So the the only difference then between mezcal and traditional tequila is, is simply where it was made. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, every region has a distinctive flavor. So the agave plant that is made tequila is called blue agave, mm-hmm. and it's a unique flavor that people recognize. Oh. What What's your favorite flavor? Uh, tequilas. I like a lot of them. Um, it's hard. It's you hard like to them tell. all. I, like them. <laughs> I get a feeling you like them all. <laughs> uh, what's not to like, right? Um, talk about how tequila is is made. I, I know it starts with that agave plant, right? So yeah. What's so, the process? So the process between tequila and mezcal is pretty similar. Okay. So 
basically the plant looks like a big aloe vera. They are different shapes, right? So uh, tequila is about the same. Mezcales are different sizes. But the process is pretty much you cut the leaves of the plant and you end up with a piña. It looks like a pineapple, okay, but different sizes. Then you cook it. In the case of tequila, it's cooked in conventional ovens where the smoke goes up in the air. Mm. Uh, mezcal is make uh, most of the times for the artisanal type, it's cooked underground in a hole and it's covered with dirt. So the smoke has no escape, really. Wow. So that's why mezcal is more smoky. But, and then for bulk products, uh, it comes the process of you smash the plant to get the juices out. Mm -hmm. And then uh, in big tanks, they could be made of different materials, wood or metal, you uh, ferment it. For about for a week. For days, right? Yeah, for about a week. For about a week, okay. Uh -huh. mm. um, sometimes they use ex external yeast to accelerate the process in mm -hmm. the case of tequila. Most mezcales, they are naturally fermented with its own yeast. And then after that is um, the process of distillation. Okay. So, and yeah. how long does that last? That looks, it could last like days to like about five days. So then... Uh, and you really got some good flavor at that point, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah, and then uh, depending on the brand, they decide to filter it as many times as they want. Uh, lately, one tequila that is becoming popular is the Cristalino, which you could have an aged tequila that is dark because of the wood where they age it. But then they filter it four or five times and to make it smoother. Mm. And it loses the color, so... It looks like a black blanco tequila, but it's actually an aged tequila that's been filtered many times. I see. Yeah, you know, some tequilas can age for over three months, right? But but will they have a different label? So yeah, so under three months is like your blanco. Then after three months is your reposado, which is been aged on wood, but it doesn't get that much wood, right? So after a year, reposado. After a year, it becomes añejo. So the longer you leave it in the wood, you're going to get more oaky flavor. Depends on the wood you use. I see. Let's talk about the way that we drink it. So we know that here in the U.S., uh, it's tequila shots <laughs> all day, right? <laughs> That's yeah. what's popular here. Uh, but in Mexico, it's often you sip it, right? You, you really, you know, you take your time and enjoy the flavors. How much of that flavor can you catch if you're just taking a shot <laughs> versus sipping uh, it? Not much, really. Uh, I guess the shots... Uh, ideas started when the quality of tequilas or mezcales out there, they wasn't that good. So you just wanted to get drunk and <laughs> drink it quick and squeeze a lime to get rid of the flavor, right? Yeah. But now there is a lot more quality out there, so you should enjoy it. Yeah. Sipping. And I feel like in Mexico or here, it's always been about the same. So people also sit, start sipping more here. They started sipping more here. Yeah. Okay, well, you have got some tequila here in studio. I got some mezcal. Speaking of sipping, <laughs> this is mezcal? Yeah. So tell me, what, what, what do you have here? So this is mezcal. It's uh, from Puebla. It's the brand called Del Maguey. Mm. So let's try it. It's a very smooth. It's had uh, a little like herbaceous mm -hmm. flavors. So that's the fun part about mezcal, that you can find so many flavors and yeah. There is no wrong whatever you taste. So are we about to try this right now? All right, let's try it. Okay, here we go. Really good. 
smooth, right? Very smooth. So that is this is something like okay. Let's, let's call it for this is a first, for, <laughs> and probably a first on WBEZ. <laughs> it's a good one for like beginners. It's mm -hmm. not it's not about that rough, right? No, this is really good. It was yeah. smooth. So yeah, so thank you for not pouring me too much. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the more you know the the more you try the mezcales, you start discovering new flavors. Yeah, that's that's the difference between tequila and mezcal, because it's from different regions, uh, the areas, yeah. the climate. They gonna taste completely different from one place to another. What are some um, affordable quality mezcals that uh, you like that you think people can find maybe at Jewel or or Binnie's mm -hmm. here locally? So this one is pretty good. This this one is called Vida. It's the a, one that we just yeah, it's tried? Yeah, from Del Maguey. I like also Mezcal Verde. Mezcal uh, Verde? I like Banes, uh, Lucy Pistolas. Uh, so those are really like good for like beginners, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, expand on that. What, what ingredients or qualities are you looking for when uh, in a tequila or a mezcal when you are shopping for it for yourself or for the restaurant? So yeah, so all these brands that I mentioned, they're really good for like drink it quick or uh, mix it with a margarita or something, right? Because uh, the flavor is gonna come out there. But if you have more of a, you wanna sip a mezcal, mm -hmm. uh, that's when they become a little more expensive because they're made in small batches because the plants they, they don't have that many plants, so they're more unique. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess the only way to learn what you like is to keep to trying. To try. <laughs> keep trying. Exactly. Trial and error so, will get you there for sure. So we're lucky that we have more mezcal bars in Chicago. So before you venture yourself into something you don't know, you can go out and try at the bar different ones. You've got something in a bowl here. So yeah, this is Are a traditional. Grasshoppers? It's a traditional way that we taste the mezcal, these are grasshoppers, yeah. So yeah. you've got to explain this to me. So pretty much. So you're just you going to eat the grasshopper? Eat it, yeah. Just so, like that? Yes, uh, so mezcal could be served with grasshopper, different fruits, different salts with chili. So that when you try different ones, yeah. that resets your palate and you're ready to try the next one. I, I want to see you try a grasshopper right, right now. Very juicy. I, I, I don't know if I can <laughs> <laughs> do the same, but I'll live through you. Mm. <laughs> Wow. Just you gotta try one. You're eating a bowl of grasshoppers right now. Just one at a time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can do it, Enrique. You should. I don't know if so I can, can do it. So you can tell that you did it. I, um, <laughs> uh, next uh, time. They're really tasty. <laughs> next time. In Mexico. I'm sure they're tasty. Yeah, in the markets in Oaxaca, they, you buy in a little bag, like like peanuts, you know. I, I mean, there's more now for the producers, for reset producers. They'll, they'll try. I'll, yes. leave, I'll leave in there for you. We got Claire Hyman in here, our digital engagement producer. She'll she'll give it a try and she'll <laughs> she'll she'll validate everything that you're saying, Enrique. It, it tastes better with the mezcal. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, you know, we, we've all had those those nights where we try maybe a bottom shelf tequila. You don't feel great the next day when you wake up. What's happening there? Why why is the hangover so much worse when you're drinking a cheap tequila? I feel it's like the pureness of it. You know, mm. like a lot of cheaper products they they have more additives to it and you know sometimes the plants they uh, they don't use like one type of plant only they they yeah. buy from 
you know, different places, different plants, and they just mix them up. So uh, when you buy like a nice tequila or a, or a good mezcal, they they take care of the plants they use. Yeah. That's the most important thing. And, uh, so we shouldn't opt for the, the, the lesser expensive brand. Let's spend. Exactly. And then you'll feel better. <laughs> and then you won't, you won't have a headache. Well, this is too much fun for, for one Friday. So we'll have <laughs> to leave it there. Enrique Cobo is a mezcal aficionado and beverage director at Encanto Chicago in Moe's Cantina. Thank you so much, yeah. Enrique. Visit to the bar. I'll show you more mezcal. <laughs> awesome.